0: Episode 32. Good morning, everybody. Got another episode coming at you here. I thought would be it would be a good question. It's another answering Reddit podcast episode here. And the person who posted um, in the personal finance thread, I get I guess what you say. I forget what they call it on Reddit. And I always forget. It's like a thread or a group or something. I don't know. But um the question that was posted. I thought was very relevant um, considering that I do have a pretty extensive article on the website um, talking about how to buy your home or your first home in 2021. So, this has to do with real estate. If you'd like to check out that website, um, or excuse me, that article, there is a lot of good information in it. If you're looking to buy your first home in particular, Um, in 2021. Um, And if you want to uh, go to the website, it is www.millennialecon.com. There's tons of resources there for you, but you will find that article under the real estate tab um, at the top of the website. So let's hop right in. Um, I will navigate to the post and we will read it. So the poster says um, titled, looking for a new, excuse me, looking for a few questions to ask when being shown a house. Hi guys, starting to look at houses today, first time. was just wondering if you have any suggestions for important questions to ask the realtor. Maybe ones that aren't so obvious and wouldn't see at first glance on a Google search for this kind of info. Any tips would be greatly appreciated. So this was an interesting question. Um, I think a lot of people don't know much about real estate. Um, some people know nothing and some people know a lot. And there is a ton of information online now, even just on a website like realtor.com, which I like to browse very frequently. There's tons of information that you can get from that website, um, but maybe some information that many people aren't looking at. Um, And so some of the suggestions that I have that I'll read down here and explain um, can be found on Realtor, can be found online, but it might be things that people typically don't ask that I have asked in the past when looking at homes. Um, So... We'll start at the top. So any recent repairs made? So I think this one's important. Um, it will give you a little bit of insight into the seller. Uh, if they really took pride in their home. Um, kind of just give you a little bit of a picture on maybe what problems the house has had. Um, so not only do I ask what recent repairs have been made, but I also ask for if they have receipts for those repairs, because if somebody's doing some repair work, we wanna make sure that it was done by a licensed contractor, Um, and if somebody really takes pride in their house, um, they're gonna have those receipts and they're gonna have those available to to take a look at. So some of those things might be, you know, maybe the home just had bracing put in the basement. Um, So you know that the home has had maybe some foundation issues, maybe some foundation shifting. Doesn't mean that it's a bad house. But maybe they had to put some braces in the basement to make sure that the the problem didn't get worse or to fix the problem that was there. Um, And you want to make sure that type of work is done by a licensed contractor, preferably a reputable one local to your area. Um, Maybe there were some plumbing issues. Um, Maybe the main line um, to the sewer was just replaced. Um, Those are all things that you're going to want to know if the work was done. Um, especially if it was some major work and you know you won't have to do that for you know a significant amount of time. So if the main water line was just replaced or fixed, you know you probably won't have to worry about that issue for a long time. So ask about any recent repairs and ask if the seller has receipts for those to make sure they were done by a licensed contractor. Another question I like to ask and one that is actually available online but many people, I don't think, really pay much attention to is how long did the previous owners live there? Um, So again, this is just a kind of an insight question for me. Um, If I see that the previous owners, or excuse, I guess the the seller, I should say, if the seller only lived there for six months, there are a few things that pop up into my head. Number one, is there something going on in the neighborhood that they didn't like and left, (laughs) right? So there's a red flag or wanted to leave. Um, Another one is maybe this house was flipped. So if we see that it was owned for six months or four months, um, we know that the house might be flipped, which raises maybe some red flags. It makes makes me take a little bit of a, of a closer look at the work that's being done because with flips, there are great people, uh, great contractors that, that flip properties and do a great job, and there are also ones that take every shortcut imaginable um, to keep their profit margins large. So I wanna make sure I'm looking at the quality of the work, I wanna make sure that things aren't being covered up or hidden, some major issues um, that could be hidden that they're not wanting to disclose. Also, if you're buying a home that somebody hasn't lived in for a long time, when you look at the seller's disclosure, um, which basically tells everything that's going on with the house, um, what type of roof it has, when it was last replaced, you know, it, it gives a full disclosure um, of everything the seller knows about the house if they've only lived there for six months, they may not know a lot about the house. So that seller's disclosure might be sparse or might even be inaccurate, right? Just to give you an example, on the seller's disclosure, it says, you know, any, <clears throat> I believe it says any moisture or any water in the basement. They might select a no, and be telling the truth, but they've only been there for three months. Um, and so they don't really know if a rainy season comes or if there's a you know a period or a few days of, of rain consistent rain if that basement in fact does get water in it right so i personally like purchasing homes from people that have lived there for at least a couple of years at least a couple years preferably somebody that has lived there for a long time that's my favorite so if you're buying a home from somebody that's lived there for 10 20 30 years my goodness you know that the neighborhood's probably decent they've been there a long time um, you can also tell by just going through the home if those people really cared about their home. And chances are, if they'd been there for 30 years, they, they may have. They probably did. Um, so that's definitely a great question to ask. How long did the previous owners live there? Um, the, ma- the, the age of major things in the home is the next one. And when I say major things, I mean the HVAC unit, um, the water heater, the AC unit outside, the roof. Um, you may even ask... You know, about garage doors, if those look um, in question. You may even look at the windows to see how old they are. Um, All of these, and the reason why we're asking these questions is, if they're older, um, it doesn't mean the house is bad, but you just have to take into account that in the next couple years, you may need to replace something. So if the roof is very old, you may have that expense coming up. If the AC unit is very old, like it is in my home, (laughs) you may have that expense coming up. Um, So all of that needs to be taken into account. Again, doesn't mean the house is bad and doesn't mean you should run away, but it also means that maybe you don't pay the top, top, top dollar if the water heater, the AC unit, and the roof all need to be replaced, um, you think, in the next year or two. Okay, those are major, major costs, and those costs should be considered um, in the purchasing price. Okay, um, property value projections. And I think this is a really good one. I would just ask my realtor. I and mean, hopefully, you're working with a reputable realtor that's been doing it for a while, that has a lot of experience in your area, in your city, in your town, in your neighborhood specifically, and ask them the property value projections. So they're gonna know, and hopefully, they're gonna be honest with you um, whether a lot of houses sell in this area, um, if the market has been, you know, over the past five to 10 years, if it's been steady, if it's been declining. Um, If it's the property values have increased, if it's a super desirable area, um, chances are you may know this as well, especially if you're moving in the same city you've lived in for a long time. But if you're moving to a city you're not super familiar with or a new city altogether, maybe for a job, that is definitely something you want to ask because this is an investment and chances are the house that you're purchasing, especially if it's your first home, is not going to be your your forever home. Um, I don't really fully believe in forever homes, even if you were older and you're purchasing a, uh, a house that you've dreamed of for 30 years, um, something could happen and you may have to sell that home in five years and you would have never expected it. Or maybe you live in that house and you think of something else that you want um, and you want to purchase a different house. Um, that happens all the time. So I want to make sure that at the very least, I'm going to get a little bit of equity over the years because I'm purchasing in a great neighborhood, I'm purchasing a great home. You know, it, it, there's a lot of things that get. There are a lot of things that go into this. It could be the lot in your neighborhood, um, whether it's a corner lot or a smaller lot than usual, um, or you know what part of town you're in. If it's close to to uh, walkable amenities, um, if it's close to schools, if it's just a nice area that seems to be appreciating over time. Um, This is something that you wanna ask your realtor and they should be able to answer in an honest way. Um, The next one, any major changes to the neighborhood. So I'm talking, you know, is there a shopping center going in around the corner? Um, Is there, (laughs) so my my parents actually bought a home a long time ago and uh, it was a new subdivision. And while they were living there, they found out that a storage unit going to be right next door to the the neighborhood and a lot of the traffic to the storage unit was going to flow through the neighborhood this wasn't desirable it wasn't great um i don't think anybody really wants to live next to a a a big storage unit a big storage facility Um, and chances are that that would stunt the growth of their property value might even decline it right Um, So those are things that you're going to want to know. And again, if you're working with a reputable realtor that's very familiar with the area, very familiar with your neighborhood and your city, they may know. They may not. This is not a foolproof plan, Um, but it's definitely a question worth asking. Um, And then lastly is just property taxes. Um, This is available online. It's available on websites like Realtor and Zillow but a lot of people don't take into account that property taxes can be a very, very large part of their monthly mortgage payment, okay? So as you know, you don't just pay the principal plus interest when you take out a mortgage. You pay things possibly like an HOA fee every month or every year, um, property taxes, and depending on where you're from, this can be a large, large chunk. Um, Even in the city that I live in, there could be a house that the property taxes are $200 a month, and there could also be a house where the property taxes are four hundred dollars a month. Well, that's a that's a two hundred dollar swing, and the house could be the same purchase price, right? So your mortgage is going to be your mortgage payment is going to be a lot higher if your property taxes are higher. So it's definitely something just to make sure that you ask or are being aware of. Make sure you're looking that up, because property taxes can really, really, really um, affect the your monthly payment, and they can also fluctuate over time. So they can definitely go up, Um, and we've had, in the city that I live in, we've seen that pretty dramatically over the past few years where property taxes are just increasing in a a very dramatic way, Um, and sometimes pricing people out of the home they live in. So that's really what I had. Um, Hopefully some of those questions are of value to you, especially if you're looking to buy your first home in the next few years. Um, I have lots of tips and lots of opinions on purchasing houses what I think you should do, what I think you shouldn't do, um, all of those can be either, there's previous episodes here if you look at the other episodes of the Millennial Economics Podcast where we talk about purchasing homes. Um, there's also the, the article, um, some literature on the website that will give you some tips and tricks and, and help you navigate through the home buying process because it can be overwhelming, um, especially in this market where decisions have to be made very quickly. You can't see a home and think about it for a week. (laughs) You have to see a home and then put an offer on it that day, usually for (laughs) over-asking, with a lot of concessions being made to the seller, just the market that we're in right now. Um, But purchasing a home can be a very fulfilling thing, especially if you're financially in a good position to do so. Um, So like I always say on every episode, if you'd like to um, visit the website to see some new articles, www.millennialecon.com. I would also highly suggest you to join the newsletter so you get up to date, so you are up to date with all of the content that we put out here. Um, I send a, an email usually every two to three weeks I'm just letting you know kind of what I've been up to. Um, and then if you're interested in any of my affiliates, um, so I am a big proponent of Yada Savings, which is a high-yield savings account. Um, M1 Finance, which is a brokerage that I think does a really great job of automating Um, you're investing. Same with Acorns, a very beginner level brokerage to give you a taste of what investing can look like. Um, I have affiliate links below um, that give you a little bit of kickback if you sign up using my code or my uh, link below. Um, And that would greatly support the podcast. So I'm rambling. Um, I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you all soon.